What's happening, everybody? It's time for the Invest Well Show. Mr. Randy Cook. Not in a bunker anymore, Randy. No. They let you loose. I'm in the studio behind the glass, the whole deal now. I know. It's amazing. I am so glad that you're uh, joining us in the process because... uh, you know, you, I was a little bit concerned. I yeah, mean, listen, well. you're almost 80 now. And um, <laughs> when that, I'm in the high risk group. Yes. You're in the high I, risk I group. That's am. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. And you won't be here to talk about retirement 2.0 today. It's going to be. It's going to be a wonderful conversation. I am. Uh, I'm an authority because I'm 80 now. So you know, <laughs> you've made it that far. Yeah, you've made it that yeah, far. I'm living the dream. <laughs> well, today's going to be a good show. Talking about retirement 2.0. We were trying to think about what to call it, and I really think that's the right topic or name, if you will, because I believe in this show, we're going to talk about some things that absolutely are going to impact you. You know, it's, we got all of this stuff happening in the government today, a lot of transition, a lot of things happening. You may not know some of the things potentially coming if taxes change or Biden gets in office, other things in general, 401ks. There's been conversation, Randy, about ways that the government can kind of creep into your retirement plan and over the years. And people are like, what? Stay out, right? Yeah. We, well, we're talking before the show here. And I think that people can get a little bit of an attitude. Oh, yeah. that can never happen here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we saw negative interest rates over in Europe. Oh, that can never happen here. Look where our interest rates are. Yeah. You know, yeah. we 1929. Oh, that could never happen again. Look at 2008. And then we talk about, you know, interest rates and and inflation and things like that. Oh, that could never happen again. Well, you know what? Things change. And just in the time that you and I have been doing this show together, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. That's exactly right. And so when we take a look at everything uh, going on, one of the things that you got to know is the part that we really take on this show and the goal is to not only have some fun along the way, but challenge you with some ideas so you can make better decisions, help you make better decisions with your wealth and investments and Really find some avenues to go down that are going to help you get to where you need to go. By the way, thank you for all of you who have already shared comment and feedback on the show and just rating the show. We appreciate that. If you have not yet, take uh, three seconds of your day. I know you got a lot going on. Listen, you're probably out there right now working on your suntan. You're out uh, rolling in the grass. I know, Randy, you like to take strolls in the morning with your dog. You know, I'm 80. I'm 80 now. So, oh, that's you know, right. I, I, I so get you're out, just lucky to get out of bed. I, I'm up at five and I'm I'm sleeping by nine. You know, I got I got that four hour window there and then I take my nap. <laughs> so I got a lot to do between <laughs> five and nine. If you can't do nine. it four hours, you're yeah. in trouble. Oh, yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah, yeah exactly. But we're going to share some thought and idea. And I know many of you have uh, given us your feedback. We want to know what you like to hear. So give us your thoughts there. Hey, got a question about this, question about that. You can always reach out to us, info at leanonthewall.com. And we always want to say thank you to... Uh, companies that have been kind of involved, Randy, with helping kind of support this process, the knowledge, the education, the resources, et cetera, to do what we do over the years. And that's obviously Wall Private Wealth, U.S. Private Wealth, and even Wall Lehman, all companies designed to help families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth and business coaching. So you can find more about them by going over to Lean on the Wall. Dot com. All right, let's jump in, baby. So we're talking about 401ks. I want to get right to the clip, Randy, that you put aside talking about deductibility and how, you know, a lot of times, in fact, let me just set this up. You know, a lot of times people know that when they invest in their 401ks, Mm -hmm. right? So if they invest a dollar in the 401k, they're going to get a tax savings, right? Mm -hmm. If they invest in an IRA, they're going to get a tax savings. If they invest in, you know, some type of 403b, they're going to get a tax savings. And, 
you know, it's nice sometimes to know what to expect. Like each and every year you can go out and say, okay, if I put a certain amount of money in my 401k, I'm going to get a certain amount of tax savings and that's what it's going to be. So you can kind of count on that. You can plan your year on that. You can plan your monthly income on that. You can plan things around that. You know, and Randy, I was talking to you off air about how we've been spending some time, a fair amount of time at the Breakers with the kids. Love that resort. Mm-hmm. And my kids, we have four of them. I got a 12-year-old, 11-year-old, and twins that are nine. So our 11-year-old and nine-year-old, actually the 12-year-old went out and did it too, they're taking the skim boards out. Now, if you've never seen the skim boards, a skim board is like a, it's anywhere between, you know, four to five feet long-ish, put wax on the top. And uh, basically, you're trying to skim along the surface of the water. Just a little bit of water there. Basically, you're intentionally running and jumping on a flat surface that is on top of a slippery surface on purpose, right? Did you try this? Well, I'm 43 years old, and I thought, you know, I could do this. I got this. Come on, man. Listen, Look I used to- Look at the kids. Be, they're doing so well. They're, they're yeah. doing, I mean, yeah. they're, they're 9, 10, 11, 12 years. I can do this. How so hard I go can jump it be? On. It can't be that hard. So I go jump on. And the expectation and the result, let me say, were two different things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you, so, did you so, hit that board and just stop and go over the top? Is that what you I hit the board. I did not stop and go on the top, but I did hit the board and the board continued and I stopped and went backwards <laughs> okay. or stayed stationary. Is there some so, YouTube video to prove on this? Well, there is no YouTube video at this stage in the game, but okay. I will tell you the bruise on my right hip <laughs> caused me to say, I probably, I need to practice that a little bit more. Okay. But all I'm saying is sometimes we're used to kind of preparing for things and we have this expectation in our minds of mm. the way things are going to be. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, it slipped out from under me. Yeah. And so what's happening is, you know, politically, a lot of times, Randy, because things change, laws change, people are in a place where they're working and they're doing their thing and they're trying to save money for retirement. They've gone through COVID. They've gone through shutdowns. They've gone through all of this other craziness along the way, Right. And so sometimes right now people are in a place where they've even pressed pause on investing for their future or, you know, maybe even somebody that's older that has uh, wealth that's been achieved or maybe they're a younger professional or an athlete, whatever. We do have an athlete division on, on the companies that we have that they're in a place literally where they're saying, you know, I just want to protect what I have. I want to do things differently. But some of the laws are changing potentially. And if Biden gets in office, he wants to change the way the tax code treats 401k contributions. And I, I thought this was interesting. You had a little clip that I want you to play of uh, Mr. Summers on CNBC. Play that real quick, and then we'll talk about it. The key point is that a 26% refundable tax credit is equivalent to approximately a 20% deduction. So the simple way to think about this is that if you're in a marginal bracket higher than 20%, contributing to a 401k or an IRA is not going to yield the same current tax benefit as it does today. Translated, higher earners are going to get screwed again. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Think about this. When you talk about higher earners, okay, so if you're a married couple filing jointly, now I know some individuals as well out there, but if you're a married couple filing jointly, what does that look like? So just just think about this for a minute. So if you make over $80,000, right, you're now in the 22% tax bracket if you're married. So the $80,000 to $171,000 is 22%. Now, he just said over 20%. You heard that, Randy, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about it, it's like, okay, do you think if you're a married couple, two-income household, 
right? Everybody's talking about making 400, 500 plus. That's what you hear on the, in the news. But the reality of it is a higher income earner from their perspective, from this, from Biden's role anyways, is a married couple over 20%, which is technically $80,000 a year. What that means, Randy, is you got two people working, making 40 grand a year. And he's considering them wealthy. Of course. Wow. So 80,000 to 171,000. Now that's if you're married. Now, if you're single, that 22% bracket starts at 40,000 a year. Mm. Think about that for a minute. So if you're single paying taxes and you make over $40,000 a year from 40 to 85,000, you're at 22%. From 85,000 to 163,000, you're at 24%. So over $40,000 single and over $80,000 married, that's what we're talking about here. So the reason this is important, folks, as you listen to this is as you think about your investments, as you think about saving for a 401k, saving for future retirement, saving for whatever that rainy day might be, or even being in a situation. Now, if, if you're in a place where you have wealth, you can press pause on this for a minute, I guess. But, you know, you got to be thinking about what am I actually doing and should I continue to be putting into my 401k? You know, and I think the first question, Randy, is obviously the idea of tax savings, right? So if we can, we put into our 401k a lot of people, I would say most people do it for two reasons. One is to you know, save money for the future. And the second, pretty close to number one is because I'm going to get a tax break. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if that tax break changes with new legislation and new roles under the uh, Biden administration, if he gets elected, and he may not, so we don't know for sure here, right? But if that were to occur, then people have to start to reevaluate, is this something that I should be doing? Now, even if he doesn't get elected, and even if those roles don't necessarily change, I think, Randy, it's always important to ask the question, why am I investing money into a particular investment? Because with 401s, you know, one of the things that have let people down over the years is the limited capacity or limited opportunity inside of those 401k plans. Most people are familiar with the fact that if they have a 401, they're going to be limited with the type of investments that they can have in there, whether it be stocks or mutual funds or ETFs or whatever it may be. There's limited, there's limited things to choose from, I guess, let me say. And so, you know, one of the things that we get used to as Americans is going to the restaurant and we sit there for 25,000 minutes because we're like, I don't know what I'm going to order. Why? Because there's 350 things in the menu. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was one thing on the menu, be like, um, I'll take that. <laughs> okay, make it a little bit easier. But we're used to choices. And I think when it comes to investments with 401s, one of the big detriments have been is the limited access to choices. You got 100 things to choose from or 50 things to choose from or 20 or whatever it is, but you got limited access. And then to add on top of that, if the tax rules change, well, now the story changes as well. And that's a big, that's a big deal, Randy. You know, our, our parents probably said, oh, they'll never take away my pension or, oh, my company uh -huh. is solvent forever or, oh, yeah. they'll never tax my social security. Well, bing, bing, bing. They did all three of those. And now we are probably as baby boomers saying, oh, they'll never get into my 401k. That's what they put together for us so that we could save with no pensions. And now look what's happening. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's, listen, at the end of the day, never say never, right? Yeah. I, mean, I remember back in the day when people talked about, GM. Oh, GM will never fail. Yeah. Oh, GM will never go bankrupt. Great and stock. Yeah. It went bankrupt. Mm -hmm. You know, here's an example of pensions recently that have failed. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. So just, and this is over the course of the last, you know, whatever. Well, let me say pension plans. They've been abandoned. They failed, whatever. This is from U.S. News and, and World Report. Here's what it says. In 2005, 
United Airlines failed. Mm -hmm. Delphia, 2009. Bethlehem Steel, 03. U.S. Airways, 03. LTV Steel, 02, 03, and 04 failed. Delta Airlines, 06. National Steel, Pan America Air, a lot of airlines. Transworld Airlines. Gives you a little hint there that maybe airlines is not a good business to be in, okay? But when you think about that, I mean, there's lots of others, but these are pensions that have failed. These are people that have worked for companies for years saying, you know what? Okay, when I retire, you know, I'm not going to worry about it because I got a nice pension. I remember, Randy, when I started out in the financial industry back in the early 2000s, I would connect with teachers and, you know, a lot of teachers, whether a teacher or a superintendent or whatever their job was, they're in a place where like, you know, what, I got a nice pension, nice retirement. It's going to be okay. Well, a lot of these pensions are funded by municipalities and states. And if you haven't been paying attention, a lot of states out there are not financially doing well. And it's a serious problem. And so I think you got to ask yourself the question when you're looking at retirement, where am I putting my money? Why am I putting my money there? And not just am I getting an upfront tax deduction or whatever, even though that may change, what is the longer term view of what happens with this money? And are there better options as far as where I can invest? And I think, Randy, that's the thing people need to be thinking about. We're so used to kind of just running down this lane. We become creatures of habit. We get used to patterns. You know, and one great way to realize that we're used to patterns is all you got to do is look at your life. I mean, look at how you get up every morning, right? You're in a place where you probably get out of bed the same way. You, you probably sleep on the same side of bed. I know, Randy, you sleep all over the bed. <laughs> well, sometimes I get kicked out. So, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a couch, there's the guest room, there's all that. Your wife says, you know, I know you'd like to sleep on your area of the bed that you typically sleep on, but it ain't going to happen. Tonight, tonight it's okay? the couch, yes. Tonight's the couch. Go, go, go say hello to the couch tonight. No, but in all seriousness, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit, right? Yeah. And so what happens is we do the same thing each and every day. And likewise, with our investments. That's why it's recommended that we get into some type of habit structure as far as what happens with our money each and every month. Because if we don't invest or if we don't do things with it, all of a sudden we'll be like, well, geez, I don't know what happened. I had all this money flow through my hands this year, this week, this month, and I got nothing left, nothing to show for it because I put it all into things that are making other people wealthy. By the way, it's a little side note. You ever think about that? As you go out and spend money on things, you're literally spending money to make other people wealthy. And if you have not invested in yourself first, so invest in you first. That's number one. Number two, evaluate and think about what you're investing in. Why are you investing your money in what you're doing? If you're investing in a 401k, maybe that's the right thing to do. Maybe the company has a match and that's wonderful. But should you be putting all of your money in a 401k? That's just a question you need to be asking. What other investment structures are out there that I can use or products that are out there that I can use that may give me, let's say, a more favored future result. You know, one other thing that I think of, Randy, is not only investing money, but also how much tax-free money, potentially, you know, will I have in the future? And a lot of people have asked me questions over the years about, like, with their kids, well, what do you think about, like, 529 plans or other things like that, other type of, you know, kind of like college-saving type plans? And I would be a little bit different than norm, and I, my response has typically always been, I'm not a big fan of them. And the reason I'm not a big fan of them is because there are limited options, limited things you can invest in. And, uh, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with the markets over the next 10 to 15, 18 years. I mean, just look from 2000 to 2016. So from the year 2000 to the year 2016, Randy, the markets were basically flat. 
Think about that. Who would have ever thought 16 years and you come out on the other side with zero? And can you imagine people going gangbusters in the year 2000 and they got kids and like, oh, I'm going to really prepare and save money for my kids every year and we're going to invest and we got 16 years to go. And, you know, when they're 16 years later, so they start putting money in each and every year Mm -hmm. and now it's 16 years later and they're like, wow, you know, I really don't have much more than what I put in. That was a good use of my time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You know what I mean? So that's one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of that. I think there's other solutions and options that you can use. So I think it's all about reevaluation, Randy. That's the key here, stepping back and reevaluating. If you're adding money to a 401k, why am I doing it? And are there other options? I think that one of the messages of your podcast, Michael, is that life is a place where there's a lot of things that are out of your control. But overall, get as much under your control, under your decision making as you possibly can. Well, you know, there was somebody that said a long time ago, life is like a box of chocolates. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's true. You don't know what you're going to get, baby. But just open it up and go to town. And I think the more you open up, the more you'll know what's in there. And I think that comes with research and time and education, et cetera. And for those of you out there, you're like, well, what else can we do? You know, we got a lot of educational things on our site. If you go to leanonthewall.com, a lot of great info there. Obviously, you can always reach out to us directly. You got questions, go to info. Info is uh, email. Don't write it twice, just once. <laughs> info, I-N-F-O at leanonthewall.com. Just say question about investments in the subject line. Put your info there and, and one of our team members will reach back out to you and just kind of help you with where you need to go. Randy, I think that's the key. Any parting thoughts? You were talking about hitting your ball in the sand trap. Oh, my Very gosh. exciting. Oh, my. Yeah. 18th hole has always been my nemesis. My drive went into the sand trap. I had 204 yards to get to the green. I mm. took out a five wood, and I hit the best five wood of my life mm. directly into the side of the sand trap. Wow. See? <sighs> killed it. You killed the ball. <laughs> then you plugged the ball. For about, then you yeah. got... But- Upset at the ball. It was fantastic for about 10 feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, is it may feel good, but the result may not be what you exactly want. Exactly right. Yeah, so change it up, reevaluate, rethink, and replan, and that'll help you in that process really get to where you want to go long-term. Well, hey, everyone, thanks for dialing in. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a wonderful day, blessed day. And as always, our challenge is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Change the world around you one person at a time. Have a good one. Talk soon. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 0010.